Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay, <laughs> I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast... Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Hey guys, it's Gemma from the future here. I hope you really enjoy this episode. Okay, there's not going to be a huge amount of laughs. There are some, but not a huge amount. But this is definitely the most real episode that I've ever done. This episode features my mum and my brother, as you'll hear in a moment when I intro the episode. I just wanted to get them on and talk about our family. So... Like I said, I really hope you enjoy it. Wanted to mention as well that the room that we actually recorded in wasn't the best sounding room, to be honest. So the audio quality, I have to admit, is not fantastic. I did as best I could to make it better, but it didn't seem to work. So sorry about this. If you are listening with headphones, I do apologise. You know, it was basically general life of what happens when we record with a window open. (laughs) So anyway, so either way, I hope you do still enjoy this episode because although the audio quality isn't fantastic, in my opinion, the content is important and it's also interesting as well. So, okay, on with the episode. Enjoy. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. With me today, I have got two of the craziest people that I know, and I'm the third craziest person in this family. Welcome to the Williamses! So we've got Lee Williams, which is my big brother. Hello. And we have got Jenny Williams, which is mum. She will be referred to as mum. She won't be referred to as Jenny, because that's weird. Hello, everybody. Hello, Jenny. (laughs) the plan is to talk about talk about my fabulous life the (laughs) mysteries that behold me (laughs) yeah exactly so tell us some stories well it all started when i was a baby (laughs) (laughs) and granny was in hospital yeah and she was about to have me and apparently there was a nasty midwife in there oh. who kept on telling her not to make noises or anything like that. So she ended up biting her lips so hard while she was in pain, having contractions with me, that she bit her lips so hard that she ended up with a really big gouge in her lip. But I'm here. I Why arrived. Did tell her to be quiet? I don't know. It was really weird in those days. It was different between having Lee and having you. When I was Mm. having Lee, it was... I know, I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you weren't allowed to... You weren't allowed to sort of get out of bed. You weren't allowed to do anything. You weren't allowed to ask for anything. You just did as you were told. When Mm. I went and had you, you know, you could ask for all sorts of things. And, yeah, so it was totally different. So in that time, in that day and age... 
Yeah, you know. obviously in the days of the horse and cart. In the days of the horse and cart, exactly. You know, <laughs> you had to do as you're told. Well, that's that's how it is, isn't it? Doctors nowadays, you know, it's totally different. Doctors yeah. ask you what's wrong with you now, don't they? Yeah. They don't tell you what's wrong with you. No, exactly. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for NHS Direct, which is yeah. uh, just Thank God for YouTube. You find out anything on YouTube. <laughs> How to deliver a baby via YouTube? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we should get, we should look that up and I see if it's on there. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yes, we're here to get to know Mum, but also just to fire some crazy questions at her. But also, it's all about Lee as well. So you know, you're in the room. <laughs> All about me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it all started when he was born. When I was born. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, for me, I suppose, if I'm talking about, like, my my relationship with Gemma... Yeah. I suppose, I think, for me, I thought I'd always... I was always, like, the the lonely, only child. Oh. Very sad... Sat in the corner, with his thumb in his mouth, quivering. When am I ever going to have a little brother or a sister? And, oh, but I always wanted to have a brother or a sister. So um, when Gemma came along, it was yeah, it was a big thing for me. It was a big thing for me, and I think mm. even though the our age gap is what was ten, eleven years, eleven years. 11 years I won't let you forget it. No, I know you won't let me forget it. I'm always 11 years younger than you. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's sort of less, isn't it, really? It doesn't seem to sort of make a a difference now. Of course, because when I was sort of, you know, when I was 18 and what have you, and I was going off and getting drunk and doing things I shouldn't be doing, Mm. which I'll come back to maybe in a minute, and then... uh, um, we definitely will be coming back to that. <laughs> oh, bugger. <laughs> you know, it was different then because Gemma was younger, you know, and, and sometimes it's like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, don't do this, don't do that, you know, and I didn't feel like I was maybe the brother I could have been back then, but I said, now that age gap doesn't mean anything. No. So it's like now we're always here for each other, and I think we've, we, even though sometimes we're not always, we don't always able to see as much as we like of each other mm. we're very close we're yeah, there for each other. yeah I think yeah. that's good yeah. Yeah. you want me to go back to that story now don't you <laughs> well, I might tell it <laughs> shit bag <laughs> <laughs> don't you say that on the microphone <laughs> <laughs> you can say shit <laughs> shit fuck bollocks ass. oh no <laughs> <laughs> don't say that in front of me You're in no C words though oh god oh, what? no cock <laughs> 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 Crayon. <laughs> Crayon. <laughs> Go on, Mum. Your turn. What, what am I supposed to be saying? Coffee. <laughs> Swear word. <laughs> oh. Uh, Farkelhausen. No, I get yes. that. Well, no, where, where did that come from then? Farkelhausen. Farkelhausen. I, I don't know. I just heard it once and I thought, oh, that's a weird name. Because that's the name of somebody. And I Is thought, it? Well, yeah, somebody's name. Farkelhausen. So I just thought it sounded like a swear word. So I used to just say it as a swear word. Yeah, because I didn't want you to swear. <laughs> Not a good job I did there then. <laughs> you didn't want me to smoke, but on this week's episode, I, I told the story of how Dad let me have a cigarette at the age I know, of seven. I said to him, Give her a cigarette, Let make her smoke it all the way through, make her take long, dig, deep breaths. Dig deep breaths. She said, Oh, these are nice, aren't they? Can I have another one? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it wasn't quite as quick as that. Got but yeah. a day, no? Yeah. <laughs> well, 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, so the story that oh, the listeners are all waiting for. One evening... Gemma's big brother went on a night out, aged 18, so I was seven, and he decided to get really, really drunk. <laughs> it's my good voice for the story. Do you want to fill in the blanks oh, of what happened? Yes, all right then. <laughs> well, it was, it was one of those things, it's the first time I'd been out properly drinking with, with mates, and... Yeah. <laughs> and you made a good job of it. I made a bloody good job of it, yeah. Well, no, it's just like, you know, when you go out drinking and you you know that you have to get home in one piece, and so I was like holding on and holding on, key went in the front door, and then the rest sort of, I literally let go. Um, basically managed to get up the stairs, sort of almost managed to get into bed, and then decided that I needed to go to the toilet. <laughs> Went to go to the toilet at what I thought at the time was opening the toilet door and going to the toilet, but I hadn't even opened the toilet door. I hadn't even opened the door. I was Your outside, bedroom door, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I was outside Gemma's bedroom door, and I just peed up against the door. <laughs> but then later, was it later or straight after that? Well, Horrified. Yeah. Mother came out and said, Lee, what the hell are you doing? I'm <laughs> having a pee. <laughs> Get back into bed. No, I need the toilet. I need the toilet. At least it wasn't a poo, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got him back to bed and, and that's where he stayed until about 12 o'clock the next day, I think. Yes, but... but <laughs> he forgot about the blue roll. That's why I'm just coming, the blue roll. <laughs> I put the, yeah, there was a big... The big industrial... Oh, yes blue roll wipes that you can get on a big big roll I decided because after I'd been to the loo in front of Gemma's door oh blimey I've done something wrong I better go and mop it up I'll just plonk this big blue roll in front of her door so when she comes to get out of bed in the morning and go out I can't get out of my room I'm locked in and it stinks of wee <laughs> So if anybody thinks that I'm nuts at this point, <laughs> these two are the reason why. Yeah, it's <laughs> Well, we do like to see the, the lighter side of life. We've uh, been through enough crap, so... We, <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah, you have to see the funny side of life, don't you? You definitely do. And growing up, what was it like for you, Mum, growing up? What do you want to know? What, what do you mean about my childhood? Yeah, what was your childhood like before you were 16? Because 16 years had quite a traumatic uh, experience, so... Well, it's interesting, really, because where we live now, it feels like I've done one great big loop, one great big circle, because we're more or less back where I was originally... Yeah. Where I originally lived. I mean, I was born in London, in Romford, uh, in Old Church Hospital in Romford, Essex, and then when... I was about two, I think it was. We moved down here and we had shared rooms, which are just down the road from where we are now. She's pointing just so their yeah. listeners know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might want to know where, you know, which direction. <laughs> and um, it was shared rooms. And it was most peculiar, really, because if you wanted to go to the toilet or anything, 
you had to go through their dining room to get out to the outside toilet. Oh, okay. And it was a bit weird. And I remember having to knock on the door. It's funny how you remember things. Yeah. And I remember knocking on their door and they were all eating. And I had to sort of say, excuse me, is it all right if I go to the toilet? You know, yeah, yeah, you can go on through sort of thing. So but it, it just okay. felt like a really big deal to me to have to do that, you know. Yeah. But they were nice people. Yeah, so we, we were okay. And then at the time we were on the council list. Oh, and while we were there, I remember big Uncle Alan, my dad's brother, he rolled me up in a mattress once because he came down to stay and he rolled me up in this mattress that he put on, They, mum and dad had put on the floor for him to sleep on. Yeah. And I, it was so scary. I can I can remember even now feeling scared because I was in this great big tunnel, you know, <laughs> and it was like this huge thing wrapped around me, you know. But um, that was another memory of that. Was that the place where you um, flung your knickers in the, the fireplace? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was. Uh, yes, I was dancing around one night. I was supposed to be getting ready to go to bed. Took me knickers off. Was flinging them round, whizzling them around on my finger, and it went phew, straight into the fire. <laughs> oh, you haven't changed one bit. No, still flinging me knickers yeah, around. Still an exhibitionist to this day. Yeah. Oh, why, why do you think we haven't got a fireplace? <laughs> yeah, Health but um. Yeah, so that was that. And then we moved, we were on the council housing list and they were building new houses or new flats. And I can remember being little and sitting on this toilet. It was our toilet and it wasn't outside. It was our toilet and I used to just sit on there and sing. (laughs) Yeah, I used to just sit on there and sing. I remember as well, it used to be so cold in there because you didn't have central heating or anything. And in the winter, you'd have Jack Frost, you know, all these lovely patterns on the windows. That was on the inside, yeah. you know, all these lovely patterns and things. You knew how to we dress used... for the occasion, dress yeah. up for the weather sort of thing. Yeah. And then we used to put make lollies, but you'd put some... Well, sort stick of... them to the window. <laughs> no, no, we used to just stick them, in, stick them in a tray or stick them in something or other, you know, with a little stick inside and stick them outside. Yeah. And you'd have ice lollies, you know, so... That's how we made our ice lollies. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, there's lots of little stories, you know, there's lots of things, but that was mostly when I was younger. And then, of course, Auntie Linda was a baby then. So that was me and Auntie Linda. And then Granny was expecting Uncle Alan. It was wicked, really, because Granny, you know, she had a wicked sense of humour as well. And she knew that my dad wanted a boy... So she got Auntie Pat, who was the neighbour, to pretend. She got into bed, knew that Dad was coming home, yeah. got my dolly, <laughs> wrapped it up in a blanket, and told him when he came in that she'd delivered a little boy. <laughs> and he was so chuffed. He was so chuffed. And they were, they kept it going and kept it going. And then when he t- when he looked at it and he realised it was a doll, oh, do you know, I thought afterwards... That's wicked. It was wicked. It was oh, wicked because he was so pleased. But that's how she was. She was evil. <laughs> <laughs> she was evil. But they thought it was funny. I didn't think it was funny, actually. But, but of course, then Uncle Alan came along and he had his boy. So 
Yeah. That was that. And then <laughs> well, it's a good it's a good job he did have she did have a boy, wouldn't it? Really? It was, yeah. It was. Because you didn't know in those days what you were having. Mm. It's not like now with technology you know what you're gonna have. You can have a three D print out now. Can you? Yeah. Oh I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you can say how ugly your child's going to be before it's born. <laughs> you say no, I'm yeah. not having that no, one. No, I'll change that <laughs> Put it one. back. I'm going to have another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all look like Winston Churchill anyway, don't they? <laughs> well, Lee, Lee looked like a policeman in the helmet. <laughs> policeman yeah. helmet, yeah. yeah. Bullet head. <laughs> oh, bullet head. Yeah. Gemma was beautiful. Oh, of course, I was absolutely Gemma beautiful. Gemma was beautiful, but she had gorgeous long legs, and the nurses used to say. My God, I've never seen a baby sitting up like that with her legs dangling over the side, breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> she just looked as if, you know, know instead of like being cradled, she used to just yeah. be sort of sat up there munching away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I was all legs, wasn't I, basically? You were all legs, yeah. 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 Your feet were huge. <laughs> feet were huge. Still then, are. I can't believe when I look at you two that I've mm. given birth to you both because you're both, what, six foot odd? Yeah. You know, mm. and I'm only... Well, I'm 5'11", but yeah, still. Well, yeah. Yeah, getting on for six foot. Yeah, yeah, both six foot odd, and there's me, tiny little... <laughs> I was quite surprised at how big you were, you know, really, but... Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you remember? Me? Yeah, what do you remember? Crikey. Of right from my childhood, and right up through, or just anything. Just anything. Just anything. Well, I suppose, I suppose actually this is quite apt that we're doing this because more recently where I've started doing my course, this brought up a lot of things where you have to sort of look into your past, all good stuff as well, you know. Yeah, yeah I can remember a lot of have happy childhood memories, particularly at Granby Close. Oh, that's good. Yeah, particularly at Granby Close, both when as a small child living with mum and gran and... Auntie Lynn and Uncle Alan in a two-bedroom house, mm. and with the extended family of neighbours and everyone, it was yeah, it was really nice. It was a really good childhood, and also I can remember, I can remember when Dad came along, and when and when Dad came along, and then when we moved, we were all at sixty-four Granby Close, and then Gemma came along, and it was all like everything was complete, mm. and it was really that's how it felt. And, and I you can, were adopted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, technically, yeah. Although I still don't understand no, the ins and outs of that. No, I mean, I understand Dad adopting you. I can never understand why I had to adopt you, because you were my son, but there yeah, was a legal reason. There was a legal reason. probably for the name Yeah, change. I think it was for the name, yeah, because probably. I didn't understand that when my passport came up recently, wasn't it? Yeah, and I had to get my passport. And, yeah, God, anyway. I think from for me, like, our, our relationship, like us, us three... Mm-hmm. As it is now, mm-hmm. I think it's grown. I think we're all a lot stronger from from what from, we've been from, through, from what everything we've we've been through. Mm-hmm. And it has to be said. And I know you want to keep this light, but it has to be just. No, t- we can t- it, it just yeah. has to be touched on. You know, what we, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, yeah. There's been a, there has been an awful lot that's gone on. Yeah. But you do find <laughs> that when you come out the back, when you come out the back end of that, and you get times when things start to look a bit you know pear-shaped again that you think actually been through this before we can cope with this we can we can deal with this and we've always kept a good sense of humor Mm. all the time 
And one of the biggest things is what I want to what I wanted to touch on because it's relevant to dad now, right? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that I'll always remember, which is funny for me, was when mine and Gemma's dad wasn't very well and he was uh, in the hospice. Dad would always be the type of person that he would always show his feelings in a in a in a way in which it was sort of really supportive. If I had if I prang the car or something, he'd be there like a shot. Mm. He was he was like more like your man's man mm. than anything else. He wouldn't necessarily give you lots and lots of cuddles and say no. he loved you lots, but yeah, exactly. he would show his love but in that, a different that's way. That's how he would show he would show his love yeah. in a different way. Which brings, which actually brings me on to really well the next point, which is when he was in the hospice. There was a time when he was sat in the wheelchair, and I took him into the uh, tea room. I think it was, and we went into the tea room, got a cup of tea, having a bit of a chat. I'm just out of the blue, and it was completely out of the blue, and he's never, never, ever done anything like that before. He said, "I love you," and I said, "Oh." Oh, I love you, like that. And I felt quite emotional. And he said, give us a hug. And I gave him a hug. And he said, I'll stay there. And I give him a hug. And I went, oh, God. And he'd blown off. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, that's for you. He went, and that that was, and and I know that's, I I know that it seems like everything that we've, a lot of what we've spoken about so far, there's a lot of toilet humour. But the toilet humour does have a a thread through our family and it does seem to lift everyone's spirits. Yeah, a bit windy. Yeah, a bit windy. But the point was, that was, for me, that was, that was a memory for me that really really stuck with me and made me, made me roar. You know, I thought that was hysterical. You know. I hope the smell of it didn't stick with you. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it did, thank God, no. Oh. But it's, yeah, but, it, you know, and I think it's when you... I've forgotten that. So That's when legit, you sort yeah. of think back to the times when, you know, mm. when, it's all, when it's bad and then you think bad and then you think to that, mm. it's like, it's not really, it doesn't really matter because we've always yeah. kept a sense of humour, all yeah. of us. I think I think at the moment that's why it's a bit difficult for me. With my my best friend is in the hospice now, and um, she hasn't got very long. And it was the first time I'd been back to the hospice since. It was very brave of you, if I can be honest, to yeah, go back there. I know it's your friend, but it was hard. Yeah, it's hard, and it and it is hard. So I don't know that I could go back. No, it it, it is hard, and it it was felt really weird especially walking along that same corridor mm. and um and and also seeing her with that same gaunt look yeah mm. you know but anyway that's that's by the by but yeah. it's a wonderful place oh it's, yeah it's an absolutely wonderful place yeah you know? definitely i mean it's just so peaceful and lovely there really for, for what it is you know but uh, Anyway, on a lighter note, let's let's That's talk. That's all right. We can else. talk about human stuff as well as funny stuff. It's, yeah, I know. It's about us. I don't want to end so. up in tears. No, <laughs> but I think I think I think that's the other thing is you know we don't want to you don't want to dwell. No, no, no. And I think because that's I, a, I think this I think if you don't mind me saying as well, I think this is why it's it's it's, it's, mind. it's made us all <laughs> live more for now. Yeah. Mm. More than anything. Mm. And just and just to ex- and and to use the past as mm. a tool for learning, you explore it a bit, but don't dwell in it. And can I just ask you, Gemma, what do you remember about your childhood? I remember going to you know our caravan holidays and mm. things, which were lots of fun. 
you know, I even to the point I remember, you know, we went to Brewers Key once and there was a discovery centre mm-hmm. and it was like a scientific place where you you know, put your fingers on a ball and it makes your hair stand up sort of thing oh, yeah, and yeah. all that kind of thing and learning. It's actually a learning thing, but it was a lot of fun as well. That was That was on your birthday. It was. Yeah. So I remember that. Yeah, I always just remember being happy. So, mm. and that's the main thing, isn't it? Mm. But I also kind of lived, I pretty much live in a bubble. So it's kind of like I just bounce from side to side and just float along. Mm. But then a lot happened to you as well. And Because, I mean, you were only 13 when Granny died. I was 12, yeah. Oh, you are 12, were you? Yeah, yeah it was just before my 13th birthday. That's right, but still, yes. Yeah. yes. And then Grandad died a week after your 13th, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So. so yeah, all the grandparents died quite young. Everybody, yeah, because everything sort of happened all at the same time, didn't it? We lost. Yeah. Everybody. I think and I was and I was menopausal at the time, so it was all a bit of a <laughs> dear. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. One thing that I always remember was once when I turned around to you and I said, "You're not my real brother." And it it still haunts me to this day, even though I know we're cool and we're fine about it. Mm. But you are my real brother. And I would never say that ever again. But just mm. remember the look on your face when I said it, uh, how much I devastated you. What was that? Were we just arguing about? I think we were, yeah, I think we were arguing about something or, you know, because it, it was very rare that me and you actually argued about anything, really. Yeah. Because I think that age gap it's helped. The age. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally agree with that. There was only ever one teenager in the house, sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, when I when I said that to you, it was just like, you know, there was an absolute look of devastation on your face, and I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you could you could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then that's only because that's only just because of my sensitivities at the time. That's it's not. Yeah. I, I knew that you didn't mean it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I know. You but say things. Yeah, but it, I, I know it what you mean. It is funny how these powerful things. Oh yeah. Stick in your mind. Yeah. You know, like like I just said about me being in this, in this rolled up in a mattress. Well, yeah. You know, and that's when I was two. But well, it, it frightened me. Yeah. You know, so these powerful memories stick in your mind. And I, I, you said about powerful things sticking in your mind. It's sort of just going back to what Gemma was saying about the age difference and how now it's better that it's the way it is and the way we are mm. is much more sort of, you know, that's just free flowing. Free flowing now, yeah. Mm. Because I think back then, with that age gap, I was off getting drunk and being a teenager and everything else, and you were you were little. Mm. And if and I have said to mum before now, you know, I, I have regrets because I think to myself, well, I have regrets now, mm. but I didn't at the time because I didn't for know. What? Because I thought to myself that I wasn't there for you then. Yeah, but I didn't need you. Do be. you know what I mean? But yeah. like, mm. but like in the brother brotherly sisterly mm. capacity. Of, of of having like what you what people would say in inverted commas is like the normal sort of relationship where you know one's the sibling rivalry and that sort I'm of glad thing. That, I'm glad that we didn't have that because you know it is made us a closer. But that yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Now in hindsight, now I agree with that. Mm. But then that's only because I've allowed myself time to sort of look at that and process that and go. Actually, no, it's probably better that it was like that. Mm, yeah, you know, it was because I mean, there's a lot of families that don't even like each other, and I mean, no, I know, you know, you are only half brother and sister, literally, biologically, biologically yeah. yeah. 
but the very fact that you two are to all intents and purposes but true brother and brother sister, and sister. Yeah, you know yeah. and, that, and I think and, and that's it, probably more closer relationship than some actual yeah. families there's have. more so, yeah there's more more of yeah. a, a ground and solid ground in there and it's family. also <laughs> it's also nice for me to know that when I have gone can you, I can hear a tune being played on the world's smallest violin now. When I have gone, you have got Hurry each up. other. Yeah. Yeah, no. Where's my inheritance? <laughs> well, you have gone. You Sorry, have. mum. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No. But when we have gone, we've got each other. That you have yeah. got each other. Yeah, no, you know, that's I've, right. It's nice to know that you, you, you'll be there for each other, and I know you will. Yeah. So that's comforting to me, you know, because I wouldn't like to think that you... Didn't have anybody. No. No, it's not like that anyway. No. It wouldn't be like that. No. No, definitely that's, not. That's enough of that anyway. Yeah. But um, anyway. just in case anyone thinks that it's inappropriate that we were making the jokes about inheritance and go on, leave us soon, this is how we cope with things in this family. <laughs> so it's kind of... Yeah, I know they we, love me, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, we, yeah. We like, to, we like to make a joke about things that are on the cusp of being weird and sinister <laughs> but it's the way that we cope isn't yes. it through our sense of humor exactly. so yeah. yeah it's yeah. not it's not that we really do want it to die we just <laughs> think it's funny to <laughs> I don't know, hear a joke about it <laughs> well i'll tell you what they were fighting over my paintings the other day who was going to have what painting no no we were fighting on who was going to get stuck with it <laughs> <laughs> Should we bury him or burn him? <laughs> no. I'll stick him on eBay for 99 p. They'll be worth a fortune one well, day. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they'll be worth a fortune yeah. one day. You yeah. laugh. You yeah. laugh at yeah. me. But you wait. No, Mum is a fantastic artist. So, what kind of thing is it you're doing at the moment? You're at the moment because because I am getting old and decrepit and and my eyesight's going a little bit. She's got arthritis in her fingers. I haven't. Oh, I thought you did. Oh. Oh, well then, sorry. Yeah. For an old bird, I'm quite healthy, thank you very much. I just can't see very well. <laughs> Blind as a bat. <laughs> no, um, I've got a cataract coming. So, um, so where I used to do portraits and lots of detailed work, now it's a bit tricky for me. So, And I do love playing with paint and colour. I've got this new technique of acrylic pouring... It's just like um, more of an abstracty kind of thing, which I usually can manage to see something in it, and I kind of pick it out like the phoenix. There was um, one I did with coppers and golds and things, and and I found a phoenix rising out of it, which is kind of like a metaphor for what's actually happening to me right now. Mm. Mm. So that was interesting, and the next one's going to be a baby elephant. Oh, is it? Yes. What, the grey one? Yes. Ah. It's got a little baby elephant coming out of I'll that have one. Look at, I've not seen that one yeah, yet. Yeah. yeah. So there's a baby elephant coming out of that one. Yeah, because so. I said I couldn't see anything in that one, didn't yeah. I? But actually, there is. The, you, you can see the shape of a baby elephant. Oh. Pick it out, so. That's good. Well, yeah, the pouring, just in case anybody doesn't know, it's, it's basically you put lots of different colours of paint, don't you, in a cup? Yeah, mixed with some Floetrol put squirts of silicone in and which is is that, that creates the bubbles um then you kind of tip it somehow whichever way you want onto yeah. the canvas and then let the whole thing just emerge and yeah just, just move it around move it around it? and then after that you have to torch the painting just very lightly 
just to bring the, the silicone to the surface, which creates cells, you know, different, lovely, lovely different patterns. And so that kind of gives yeah. you the background. It makes it quite pretty. Yes, it but, does. So. But the art, the art's something you've always done, isn't it, really? And you yeah. think, yeah. when you when you added your um, art A-level, well, we I talked did, about that the other day, weren't we? Yeah, I did my O-level at 16, and my dad passed away. I did my A-level at 45, and Granny died. So I thought, I'm not taking any more exams. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't want, a, I don't want to lose there's anybody There's else. a thread running here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give it a miss. <laughs> no, actually, I was quite proud of the A-level, because yeah, when be. we started off, I always, like, from school, um, I would have liked to have gone to art college, but because my father died, and obviously there wasn't a lot of money around, and because he was so young, he was only um, 30, oh, was he 36 or 38? I think it was 36 he had no pension so which meant that we were bought up on social security and there really wasn't much money around at all so I had to sort of go out to work um, rather than go to college and stuff and I always wondered where I could have gone with it I think it was around about that time and I suddenly thought you know what I'm going to try it it mm. came up on one of these summer course things it was an A-level over a course of supposed to have been a two-year course but it actually it all had to be in after a year mm. so it was really intense and it started off there was about 15 I think 15 or so people a lot of youngsters and I think there was about three older people you know me included and um, I think there was only three of us that actually completed it and then I got a B so That's considering good. considering I spent half that time nursing granny yep and Looking after your family. Looking after the family. Mm. And I can remember crying my eyes out when I was trying to frame all my stuff ready, get my portfolio ready for the actual exams and stuff. Balling my eyes out, you know, because Granny had gone. And, yeah, so... And I still got a B, so... And yeah, actually, I never, I never quite finished it. There was a couple of pieces of work that I didn't quite make so I might have got an A if I'd done it completely so but still it's way, I was uh, I was pretty yeah, yeah a B is fantastic still yeah with everything else that's going on yeah what's going on yeah there was a lot going on then but then it just feels like there's been a lot going on constantly you know and it's not until you start talking about stuff you know when when you literally go from time slot to time slot to time slot and you realize just exactly what's happened you know, because when we were talking about, like, Grandad going, Nan going, you know, Granny going, then Nana, and it was all over a space of four four years, I think it was. So it was like everybody was feeling grief. I was, like I said, having trouble with the menopause as well on top of everything else. Yeah. So that, there was a lot of, you know, and I often wonder how much that affected you personally, Gemma, because you were only young. Yeah. And me looking back now, I suppose, could I have been more supportive? Not really. And to either of you, really, because I, I don't... You don't remember it as being bad? <sighs> no. I just, I look back at, you know, like I, I obviously noted, you know, because I don't tend to look back. I well, was no, looked forward. No. Yeah. But when I do think back, I don't think, oh, I had a terrible time. I know that you... I noticed that you were sad, mm. 
you know, and I didn't know what to do mm. to sort of make you happy. Mm. And I think that's it with me, is that I I want to make people happy. Mm. I don't, and that's kind of why I do this, because yeah. I want to make people laugh. Yeah. Not much in this episode, obviously. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, still, it's, um, you know, it's something, because I just think, well, if there's at least ten people out there that are laughing... And that's yeah. I've touched ten yeah. people, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know how many people there is, but yeah. quite sensitive, you know. Both of you are sensitive as well. In fact, really, we we're too all sensitive are. sometimes. Yeah, I think are, it's really. a right pain in the uh, ass. Yeah, but having said that, though, that that makes you a little bit more empathic, if you like, to other people's feelings. Yeah, but then sometimes you take it on board other people's feelings, and mm. you forget that they're not yours. Yeah. Well, that's that's another lesson. That's part of the lesson that you have to learn, that you, mm. you know, you can be sympathetic for people and stuff like that, but you just don't take it on board. No. Mm. But also, the other thing was, is that you read into things a lot more when you're, sympathetic, when you're around when sensitive. You, yes, yeah. You know. But do you know what's interesting to me is, is because I when, I, when I hear you both saying these things... Mm. I think I can't have done too bad a job of protecting you from some of the things that were going on uh, when you yeah. were little. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because there was a lot of things that were going on when you were little. Yes. And obviously now when I'm talking to you, it, it didn't make any everlasting, you know... That, well, that we know of. Well, uh, yeah, but, but you yeah. would be bringing it up. You wouldn't be saying that you were... Happy, then, would you? No, and I agree. I agree mm. with what you're saying. I mean, but at the same time, I block it. a lot of things as well. So it's kind of like if there was anything, okay. then I probably blocked it out. If it was anything, so, but yeah, I don't. I don't think there was. But then that's not good if you if you block things out either, is it? Oh, it's better than to keep it in your head. Mm. But then at the same time, then everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody, and that's the thing. Mm. Yeah. From my point, from my point but of view, I have, I have to. Know, it's like, like seeing everything has been. All feelings are okay. If Gemma feels like that's the way she wants to cope with it, yeah, it could. It doesn't matter how much you or I say. Mm. Well, that that's not helpful. Mm. But that that might not be. our that's our way of thinking that it's not helpful. But for Gem, but then having said that, though, what's the be? point in going backwards anyway? No. Really, because it 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 was what it was. We were all doing what we could at the time with the knowledge that we had and the best way we could get through things and stuff, you know, we're all unhuman. Nobody nobody gives us a book to tell us how to do stuff. No. So, you know, and it's and like I've always said to both of you, as long as you do everything with love in your heart, that can't be wrong, can it? No. You know, you know, you just just keep loving each other and talking to each other and always and, and keep it open. Yeah, and Gemma always needs to remember I, I am the favourite child. Yeah, I was going to end the episode with that. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, well, you can cut that bit out and end it with that then. That's fine. <laughs> no, I was going to, I was going to, I was going to end the episode. Not yet, no. but um, with so, Mum, which of us is your favourite? <laughs> but I won't answer it. Oh, okay. Now I would just say to you. No, don't answer yet. Oh, that's say. not the end of the episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like either of you then. <laughs> All right, that's stayed it. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> yeah, dear. But now, going back to what you said, Lee, uh, you know, like when Nana died, 
I remember, you know, because obviously mum and dad went to North Wales, because mm. that's where every, everybody was. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I remember you taking care of me and looking after me. And you see, and that's nice, and for me, that's nice to hear. Actually, this, mm, I know, lovely, this, this episode, mm. I know, is quite cathartic for us. Mm. I, and, and I hope that other people, when they listen to this, get something from it. Mm. And, and it might not be quite as upbeat and as jolly as usual, but it's quite thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Because that's the first time that I've heard that from, from Jem. Mm. But, and, but for me, it's not that I blocked any of it out, but... I don't remember. I remember very little of mm. us when we were. No, but I remember we things age. like you, you painted my face. With oh, the I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I remember that. I've got that picture, which I can, I can remember when it happened. When myself, Brian, Brian Royce, although Royce isn't in the picture, and Dave, and you're in the picture next to me. It was on Facebook recently. Yeah. And you're next to me, and I've got my arm around you, and we've been off to uh, for a walk. Down to down to um, Portion, yeah, and back, and that oh god, it was only about like twelve, twelve, thirteen, yeah. I suppose, yeah, maybe a bit older, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't. I mean, there, there are bits and pieces, mm. but again, I suppose as as I'm reflecting back, and I'm I'm older, and I've got my own children, yeah, and I think about some of the things that I wish I could have remembered with my own children. Sometimes I think about you, and I think I wish I'd remembered more about you. But well, don't, don't you think it's it's one of those things that there's so much goes on that it's almost like you get overload. Probably. And, and you mm. and like you said, you block things. It's kind of nature's way of of helping you to carry on, isn't it, really? Yeah, Because if you block things... I mean, I've blocked a lot of things too. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've blocked a lot of things. But one, uh, two favourite stories that I've got with you. Oh, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first one... Is a favourite story, but it's not very good. <laughs> not not very good for you. Um, do you remember the time when I was about four, and me and you had a massive fight, and Andrew was round. I won't say his last name, but Andrew was round, and you were showing off, and I said, "I'm going to go and get Mum," and you said, "Go on then." And so I walked oh. to the bottom of the garden, walked all the way down the road. Oh Christ! And, yeah. yeah, nearly got run over by a van. Oh, oh done. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I was in the chemist. Oh, because you were in the chemist. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes, I said to you. Yeah. And I went, Mum! <laughs> I said, where's Lee? And you said, I've come here on my own. And I nearly wet myself. I thought, oh, my God. I said, did you cross that road by yourself? And you said, yeah. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So I remember there being a van. It, I mean, it could have been just a small car, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. But to me, it seemed like a van. Yeah. You know, obviously screeching to a halt. And I was like, thanks! <laughs> 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 yeah. And, yeah, and then just like obviously going in. Oh yeah. yeah. Did so. it did it kick off when Mum came home? Do you remember Mum telling me off? Oh yeah. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh, and you yeah. were like, <laughs> told, you got the favourite one now. You told me to go and get Mum. You tell Mum, so I did. And then it was a competition. We could shake the loudest yeah. to get Mum. Yeah. Was oh it? yes. Yeah. 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 Which seemed, which I don't think in that case I don't think you did to be honest I think oh, no, you felt no, so I terrible wouldn't. I'm not being funny I would have won yeah I think you I would always quite won. rightly yes. I always won <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. not between me and you though <laughs> and then the other time was this is a much funnier and lighter story <laughs> don't worry <laughs> it's not all pick on Lee day yeah we went we went up to the field because it was a snowy day 
Yeah. And uh, we'd made, made a snowman and stuff, and we were throwing snowballs at each other, and it went, got, and you threw a snowball, and it got caught behind my glasses. I remember that! I remember that now! I remember that now! We do remember that now, yeah! Yeah! I was just like, I can't see! Yeah, I was completely stunned, it's like. <laughs> like that, yeah. But yeah, it's really rare that it actually snows in Weymouth. Um, yeah. It hardly ever no, snows, hardly does it? Ever. So, no. so yeah. So we were quite close to this field, so we just went up. Yeah, and sliding down on a tin tray or whatever. Yeah, I don't think we took where a tin was, tray, but where was that? Where was who was it? That threw a snowball at Dad and it went in his ear. <laughs> I don't know. Threw oh. a snowball at Dad and it went in his ear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a whole load of it. <laughs> I remember. I remember, I remember it, but I don't remember yeah, who threw yeah. it. I remember when we went to. I'm assuming it must have been Chester Zoo. Oh gosh, yeah, and that's that, when you went to North Wales then. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, we went to North Wales, and that was that, that gorilla, and everyone oh, was up yeah. at the window, and everyone's looking at the the ape enclosure, and oh look at that, look at what he's doing, look at what he's doing, and the big silverback, silverback yeah. just sort of kept his eye, kept his eyes on 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 our dad. And he bent down, still got his eyes on, on our dad, and he's got his hand going down. He's picked, picked something up. He couldn't see what it was at the time. Picked something up. And he turned around and he went, and he threw this lump of poo at the window. <laughs> and it was it aimed right at dad. <laughs> he saw it coming there. Yeah. He took it out of the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but there was a window there, so he wouldn't have got... No, there wasn't. There wasn't a window no, there. there wasn't a window. It was, oh, an, it was an enclosure thing. It was an enclosure oh, thing. It, we were sort of like, it was a, like a fence thing, and then you've got like a <laughs> big cut-out ditch. Did you, like that, did you like that one with that woman on YouTube? That one with that woman, that, that lady. Oh, God. That lady who sat in, in the wheelchair, in the wheelchair. Nothing, this, is a, this, this is politically correct, don't worry. She sat in it, and it was very similar to that. And you threw, the, threw this, this silver back through the poo, and it landed on her nose. <laughs> She's like... Ah! Have you seen that? I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look oh, it up. Dear. I don't go on YouTube very often. And see, we're back. We're back to poo and poo and we again now, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, Sensitive dear. and poo and we. Do you remember that little hat that you used to have that time when you? I had a picture of you in the snow. It was around about nineteen seventy. Yeah. Five, six, something. Like the one like with that. the flaps that come down. Yeah, I used to love you in that little hat. Flaps. Eh? Yeah, little Russian hat type of thing. Yeah. 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 And you used to have those hats that Nana made. That Nana used to make with all the like the finger loops all over. We had masses, and she kept on making these finger loop hats. I don't remember them. Yeah, yeah they, they, it's just like loads of little f- loops all over your head. Looks like you had little pink hair or something, you know, <laughs> yeah, little bonnety things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah. Obviously, they were insignificant. And walks in the woods, going to yeah. Duncan Woods. Yeah. yeah. Feeding the swans. Not more family stuff, really, yeah. is it? Yeah. Falling off a shire horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to tell the story of uh, falling, falling off the shire horse. How old was I? Uh, about about seven? five, six, something like that. Yeah. yeah. You weren't uh, very old. Okay, so I was about five, let's say. It's <laughs> more dramatic for yeah, the story. Yeah. <laughs> In town, there was an event going on. So, yeah, managed to ride on a shire horse. So obviously but it was the brewery. It was the brewery horse, wasn't it, from the brewery square? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But most people won't know what the brewery is. Okay. So. 
And basically, it was barebacked. So I was up on this shire horse. So I'm only five, so I'm already probably about ten foot. But still, obviously, I'm up really, really high because it's a big, massive horse. And I didn't want to squeeze my legs. Because he cause... told you to squeeze your legs and hold on to the mane. Yeah. Squeeze your legs in tight. Yeah, I held on to the mane, but I didn't squeeze my legs because I didn't want to hurt the horse because I was... <laughs> I don't I, know if you even felt you up there. No, no, probably not. But, you know, still, I, I absolutely love animals and I was, like, really sad. You know, I didn't want to sort of Hurting. hurt them or anything. And, yeah, so then slowly I just start sliding off the horse <laughs> as it's moving. <laughs> Lands in the road. Oh, like, God. Yeah, she did. She landed in the road. Mm. And I thought, oh, I was having kittens. I, I was, because we were watching. How am I going to explain this to Dorset County Council? There's a massive <laughs> hole in the ground. <laughs> no, I was just watching with Dad. Yeah. And I said, oh, my God, she's fallen off. She's fallen off. And I went to rush up there and Dad said, wait. So I waited. The man picked you up, plonked you back on again, and and you were fine. You just got up and that was it. I was really worried because I thought... I mean, that was quite a distance. That horse was huge. It was a big dray horse. Mm. Yeah. It was huge. But just picking up on something there, with Dad doing that, stopping you from... Yeah. Jumping in. Mm. You know was the best thing that that's the type that's what I mean about with him mm. that of him being that type of person that mm. that sort of brings calm and sort of that sort of settled sort of like that's you know hang, mm. hang on a minute mm. you know you've got to learn let, mm. you've got to learn mm. you know hold on next time yeah <laughs> and then you you haven't told everybody about your shandy Oh, I did actually. Oh, you're on the Welsh this, Shandy. Yeah, yeah, it's called. This week's episode is actually the, this week coming out. Yeah. So last week, in this sense, yeah, it, the episode is called Welsh Shandy. Oh, was so, it? So yeah. All oh, right. And yeah, the other thing that I was thinking of as well was when we went to Poulton's Park, and there was a metal slide, and I was scared to go down it. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, and I decided that I was going to hold onto the side as I was sliding down down. and I managed to burn all the way all of my arm all of the way you know from sort of wrist to elbow sort of thing and uh, it but it didn't stop me I I just then was like okay cool I know where it goes it was so funny to see your face because you left your eyeballs at the top (laughs) (laughs) your eyeballs were so wide it just looked like a like a cartoon character. Yeah. Her eyeballs are right up here, and she's down at the bottom. <laughs> but um, yeah, you went on the death slide, didn't you? Which was the slide next to it. Did you go on it? Or I don't. I don't honestly remember. I don't honestly remember that. So I remember. I he, think he did actually. I, I'm sure. I Gemma was on did. like the baby version, and you were on the baby version. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you were on a. It, it was won. like a pure drop. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get. I I used to get sick when he used to take. I'd take Hannah and Jessica out on blooming kids' rides, and we went to uh, Butlins. Mm-hmm. Some of the rides there, and he started, "Go on, let's go on the rock and tug boat uh, ride." You know, and there's yeah. this boat that sort of goes, it goes left and right. Next thing I know, I'm like blooming, oh, don't like this. <laughs> I feel like I feel sick. Yeah, but that's probably something to do with what's going on. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something I remember you. You saying that, I took you to, you know, the fair, the, what, what used to be the fairground that's not there now. Mm. Put, put you on a little roundabout thing. Yeah, I want to go on a roundabout. I want to go on a roundabout. So I put you on a roundabout. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets on there. I want to get off. I want to get off. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't stop because you, because you had that vertigo thing or whatever it was at the time. But we didn't know quite what it was at the time. Mm. And you were absolutely paranoid. And this young lad, he would not stop the roundabout for me to get you off. So I had to run round with the roundabout trying to, to get you off. Oh, yes. And, and that time when you swallowed the sweet. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. We were going to go into town. It was only supposed to be a quick visit into town. I really didn't want to go. And I had to take Lee into town with me. And at the time, he was a proper stocky kid. And for every year that he was, he was a stone. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> yeah. I'm 45 now. <laughs> we had to get a crane to get him in the house. <laughs> no, but he was about three stone. There's three years old and he was about three stone. And I'm in Boots, the chemist, mm. and you're, I'm trying to get served at the counter and you're going, man, man, man. So, so I give you a sweet, trying to get served. Next thing I know, you're going, mum, mum. <laughs> You're choking on this bloody sweet. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, he's choking. Don't panic, don't panic. You know what to do. Bend him over your knee. Smack him on the back. So I'm bending you over my knee, smacking you on the back. People are gathering and looking at me as much as, look at that wicked woman hitting that child. Nothing was happening. And then I was thinking to myself, oh God, that's nothing's happening. So what am I doing? So then I poked my fingers down your throat and still nothing. It's the worst thing you I know, do, I know, I know that mm-hmm. now, but yeah. I didn't know because I thought I was trying to make him sick. But that was just making it stick. He's mm-hmm. going a funny colour. And then I was thinking to myself, oh my God. Meanwhile, there's a bigger crowd gathering. It's and it disgusts me I know, that that bigger crowd did not do anything. Well, no, no, no. And there was yeah, a man stepped forward, luckily. And he said, he said... But until that point... No, well, I don't think... Yeah. I think everybody thought I was just hitting him. Yeah. You know, and then suddenly this man stepped forward and he said, can I help you, love? And I said, oh, yes, please. So I said, can you hold him upside down? So he held you upside down. Oh, just, one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then I just... I went, oh, God, help me! And I went, bang, like that. Punched you in the back between the shoulder blades and <laughs> out come the sweet. Meanwhile, down comes the manager from the sh- from upstairs... And I'm having to carry you then up about three flights of stairs with my legs are shaking, I'm traumatised. I could hardly stand and there I am trying to carry a three-stone child up three flights of stairs, then back down again to the ambulance. And I get home and mum says to me, why are you only going to be quick? I said, we've been in the hospital and I nearly killed Lee with a sweet. (laughs) I bought my eyes out and I just fell asleep after that. I was so traumatised yeah and you were just off playing with your cars you were fine <laughs> you're only about 23 I wasn't very old yeah probably went back downstairs picked the sweet up off the floor and what's <laughs> 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 a waste of a sweet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no but it did it was, it was really horrible it really scared me it's funny how those horrible things always stick in your mind the nice mm. things maybe not quite so much it's weird isn't it yeah you know unless they're overly overly nice you know, but they have to have a real strong power on you, don't they? That's a hu- I think that's, I, I think that's that's without being too analytical about. It, I think that's just the human condition. I think. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Tell us the story of how you met Dad. How I met Dad. I was actually going out with his friend <gasps> at the time. Hussy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how I met him actually. I think we've just been at a dance, and I was talking to his friend. And he sort of asked me out. But his friend, although he was nice, he had a ribbon eye and he was just a little bit over the top for me. And 
he, he was one of these sort of people that was always looking over my shoulder to see what yeah. this gorgeous girl was sort of thing and I couldn't be doing with it no couldn't be doing crap with it in your life, did I, you? no and I saw this um dad you know we used to just chat and and then yeah we just used to make conversation and stuff like that and then he said to me one time he said are you still going out with I won't say his name yeah and I said no not anymore I said he's got too much of a roving eye for me and he said do you fancy coming out with me so I said all right then and this was on Valentine's Day Aww. we had our first date we went into the ship in Weymouth and then I think it was on our second date he kissed me goodnight and he said I'm going to marry you and I said oh you cheeky sod <laughs> he said yeah he said I know he said I know obviously it's too soon now he said but I'm going to ask you he said I will ask you again and it's so funny because dad wasn't an overly expressive person was he no but no. when he'd had a drink yeah, you'd hear all when the stories. When he had a drink, he was all the loveliness that was dad, kind of came out more. The tension, yeah. the tension inside him fell away. Yeah, yeah, it, it was just lovely. And then, um, bless him, he put up with me just because. I mean, when we first started going out, I couldn't because of the situation that I was in. I couldn't go and just go out because obviously I had Lee. And there was no one, although there was people at home to look after Lee, they didn't want to. So I had to kind of fight for a night off. Yeah. So the night off started off as a darts night, ladies' darts night. So he used to just come along, watch, and ladies' darts nights in those days used to drag on and on and on because you could never get the doubles to get out. And he used to just stay there, watch, and then he'd take me home. And he did that for about 18-odd months bless him week after week you know just one night a week and I thought you know you can't that's that's, that's a good man. dedication to you that's isn't a good it? man yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good man and then we kind of got a bit more serious and actually then granny started to say that he could kind of come in because you know granny was agoraphobic and mm. a yeah. bag of nerves and one thing and another and didn't like people coming in and she quite liked him as well and because when when he first met mum and me he never used to he used to hug like you were aboard yeah you know he'd, he'd be upright he wouldn't lean in and give you a hug mm. he'd be upright and and granny used to say go on give us a hug <laughs> <She used to laughs> say, yeah. so that was that and, and then of course over the period of time because I always used to cuddle him and hug him he started to learn to hug more and then he started to hug his family yeah when we used to go and see them mm. and of course then he took me up to see Nana and Grandad meet the family and everything. Yeah, because uh, Dad was one of six yeah. kids, wasn't he? So yeah, he was the second eldest. Yeah, yeah. So we met them, and of course you came up, didn't you? Yeah. You came up as well, and we all got on really well. They yeah. liked us. They 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 liked us and everything. And then when we were on our way back, Lee turns round, and in those days it wasn't seat belts or anything in the car, was it? And you were in the back seat, and you leaned forward, and you said. Oh, by the way, did Mum tell you I want you to be my dad? And then that was it, wasn't it, really? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And then he said, he said, do you know what? I've been thinking, because neither of us wanted to go home. We didn't want to leave each other after we'd been on holiday, because that's the most time we'd ever spent together. Yeah. We didn't want to leave each other after that. 
And he said, you know what? He said, I think it's time we got married. You know, and then when we told you, you cried, he cried. Do you remember that? I remember that was down at the flat, wasn't it? Yeah, that was down yeah, at the I remember, flat. I remember being sat on the floor. Yeah, we've got something to tell you. Yeah, between you both. You both sat you know, on the, on the mm. two-seater, I'm sat on the floor. Yeah, and you told me. Yeah. yeah, and I remember him crying and me crying. And I was crying, crying. yeah. We oh, that's the, I think that's the only... It's probably the only time I can remember seeing him. Yeah, the only other time was when his dad died. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah but we know. didn't see that. Didn't see that anyway, no. Yeah. But no. yeah, he was, he was mm-hmm. up in North Wales, wasn't he? Yeah. But I, for me, I remember that as being like one of those like super emotional, yeah. happy... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the really happy ones. Really, and the really, really ones over. Really yeah, in you, yeah, they? really happy. Yeah, yeah, and that was lovely. Yeah, and then of course then then we got married, and obviously had sex before marriage because I was already. I was already <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad yeah. yeah. was thinking, shit. To, to better be marry her now. <laughs> no, no. To be fair, I wasn't bothered about getting married because I'd already been married and it it was it didn't I want to say it doesn't have the same meaning to me but it that's not true but I didn't want him to feel that he had to marry me mm. do you know what I mean mm. and you know and like I said you you were always planned in a way but you came quicker than we thought yeah you know because I honestly didn't think I was going to fall quite as quickly for you because we were always intending to live together and that was my, yeah. my plan and then he said he didn't like the idea that we weren't married that it wasn't I mean the new he wanted it to be a stable family it's stability yeah. yeah yeah. but of course then you had a Lee had a different name but then of course then I was a Williams you were a Williams obviously dad was a Williams so that's how we kind of come to make you part of the family as well by mm. having to adopt you mm. although you were already part of the Yeah, and, and, like, and like, I think... And we you t- were about 12 and we bought yeah. you a bike, didn't we? That's right, yeah. yeah. To and celebrate. We, and we touched on that earlier on, but like I said, he was never... For him, he was all he was always dad. Yeah. There was never any... Mm. You know, and, I, and I've always said, I've still... Like, for me, I've still got no in- inclination to want to find, to find my real dad. No. And I never will have. You've always said to me, mm. if you want to, Fine. Yeah. And even when dad was dad was here, yeah, yeah that's fine. You want yeah, to, I've of course. We'd honour honour that. We'd honour that if you want to. Anything. I've never wanted to. Because that's it's fine. always been he was my dad, you're my mum, and you're my sister. Not yeah. stepsister. Yeah. Or anything like that. You're my mm. sister. Yeah. So Apart from that one time you're my brother. Apart too. from that one time. <laughs> when you hated the very ground I walked on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was probably being a little shit anyway, so yeah. But that's what families do and families are, aren't they? But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think we've done too bad. Hmm. But how did you feel about Dad? You know, because he, was, like, he wasn't always as expressive as he perhaps could have been. No, I always said... I can't remember when I started saying it, to be honest, but up until the age of 18, obviously me being 18, he was kind of the man that just sat in a chair, you know, Obviously, he worked hard and, you know... Well, you hardly ever saw him, did you? Because he did work hard. Yeah. He was out early and back yeah. late. Yeah. Like, and when we did, like, spend time together, it was nice. But I just don't really remember much, mm. to be honest. But, yeah, it was kind of only because... I remember him being there 
and I knew that I, he loved me, mm. but only because like you told me, mm. in a way. But at the age of eighteen, because I like started, you know, going out drinking and learning to drive and stuff like that, is like maternal. Hit, well, is it maternal? Paternal. Paternal. Um, sort of kicked in and you know like we started doing more together mm. you know and it was actually quite nice that mm. we actually spent more time together and I remember when I was broken hearted about a guy that I really liked oh, yeah. yeah and he just gave me the m- biggest of hugs because I you know like because of the distance we didn't work out sort of thing mm. and it still it still upsets me to this day that he, that didn't work out in a way because mm. it was really good but you know it was it was just the fact that he gave me the massive cuddle. You're like, you were cuddling me, but mm. because he gave me one, mm. it meant so much more mm. because you always did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or, mm. like, any time that Dad would give you advice, regardless of whether it, he was repeating, in short, <laughs> what you just said, mm. in length. <laughs> yeah, it, it meant more coming from him because mm. because he'd actually said it. Yeah, yeah. I gave him the words, and then he said it, and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, no, but at the same time, it still, it still meant more coming from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Because it actually made the effort to actually say it. A lot of time, a lot of time, he felt it. He just didn't know he, as a man thing. Mm. You know, you uh, and don't I, always know how to express. And I, and I, t- I, I would totally agree with what Gemma just said. Then, mm. totally, because my own experience with him. You know, man, man, and man. If you like, mm. would would sort of my experience runs parallel with with Gemma's, and I can remember the time when we went. He obviously wanted to make an effort to spend more time with me, so we went fishing that time. I remember mm. going fishing mm. with him. Did I come once with you as well? Because I've got a vague memory. Of going you might fishing. well have done. Yeah, you might I don't well have done. Remember it fully. <laughs> so, mm. but I can remember sort of. We did do lots of different things. Oh, we things. did? We all did lots of things. Oh, we did caravanning a lot. and different yeah, yeah. things and going off yeah. different places. But so. it's interesting It's interesting that our memories, memories are, different. are different of, again, yeah, but there's, of, there's of individual that situations, that gap. Yeah, yeah. that age gap. Yeah, yeah. But. So, Lee, tell us about how many times we had to have fish pie. <laughs> On the subject of fish, I'm glad you turned to the subject of fish. Yes. <laughs> Well, there always seemed to be an abundance of fish or an abundance of cheese was the other one. Oh, there's always cheese and, and, in this house. Yeah, and I, whenever, I used to, whenever I used to come home and I was, used to go to the fridge and pick at the fridge mm. and want something to eat, and Mum would say, Mum would say, well, well actually it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't you, it was Dad, wasn't it? said about there's always cheese, wasn't it? He'd always mm. say that. And I said, well, there's nothing in the fridge to have. There's any sun, so there's any this. Well, just that, that cheese sandwich. No cheese sandwich. No cheese sandwich. wasn't decent. <laughs> but fish pie. There's nothing wrong with cheese. Now, I don't, where did that come from? I think you only ever did it I, once. I didn't did only ever do it once. <laughs> but it just seemed like, it just seemed like an eternity, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like you were always cooking fish pie yeah, all the no, time. No, I wasn't. No, we I lived think off fish pie. We lived off fish pie. I think it, <laughs> I think it was you just and being dramatically, to be honest. It was, and gruel. Gruel. Get on with you. Bread and dripping. But again, you know, the thing was, is when Dad left the Navy, we didn't have very much money. You know, so, you know, it was hard to make ends meet. So really, to be where we are now, 
I know it's because Dad's passed away that we've been able to afford to buy the bungalow and everything, but mm. we've never had any money. And I can remember making new school trousers. Oh, yes, you meant this, this, this is good. You said about making new school trousers. Do you remember when you used to make all the um, Mr. Men characters? Mm. Yeah. Because you made, made, made some for me, made some for you. And, like, so, and Auntie so Linda's still got them. She washed them and her grandchildren have got them. Has she? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. She washed them all I've still got. I've still got Soldier and Mr. Bump. Yeah. So they'll be 45 years old. Yeah, well, there you go. 40, 46 on the 13th. Yeah. But then it just goes to show, you know, I mean, I... Oh, shit, it's his birthday coming up, isn't it? Well, that's right, he's had his present in, not anything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, I've had my present off you, haven't I? <laughs> Can this be yours? Present. <laughs> <laughs> Fine by me. Okay, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Slip your yeah, tongue. I used to have to sit night after night, you know, with all these clacking away on my little singer sewing machine, making all these toys so that you could have presents and... Stuff, but that was before I'm new dad. Dad, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, trying to make ends meet and yeah, but I made you those school trousers and trying to, you know, make clothes and make clothes for myself and stuff, but yeah. Tried to make clothes for me as well, didn't you? I made you, some, you did make I did, me some I made stuff. you some nice things. You did? Yeah, yeah lovely yeah. things. But yeah. Wouldn't want to do it now, though. No, I wouldn't want you to do it now. No, I, know. I couldn't be asked for standing still. Yeah, I know you <laughs> fidget bum trying yeah. to take the hem up on something. You know, just be wriggling around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, no, I mean it's it's not been easy. But you you just you just get on with stuff, don't you? You just get on with life, you know, and you just do what you have to do. And it's like now, you know, like when you look back and we're looking back over all these different things and we've all got different memories, the overall memory seems to be coming through as it wasn't that bad. No. No, and I think also, I think also as well... Bad enough. Yeah, but you look more towards, like Gemma says, much more for the for the now and you always look much more for the future. Yeah. And... I mean, if you'd have asked me six years ago, though, my saying probably would have been a lot. Obviously, because seven years ago was when Dad died. Mm. So six years ago, I was well, in a really... Re- mm. Well, yeah, but six, yeah. seven years this year. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like I was in a really mm. dark and yeah. awful place, like we yeah. all were. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And you were upset because you were thinking, who's going to give me away when I get married? Yeah. And things like that. And that now doesn't Does affect it, me yeah. anymore. I mean, it does, but yes, it doesn't. Of course. Yeah. It doesn't like, bring me to tears every five minutes. And it's the same for me with, Yeah, I won't say, but moving on. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I think that's not necessarily just because that old saying of time is a great healer. I think it's because you just have, you, you find yourself, because you've been through that, you know that you're not going to go there again. And when you recognise that you, you think you're feeling dang, it's like, oh, Mm. It's like singing inside you kicks you up the bum again, mm. and you know that. Oh well, that's all right. I've already got a box for this. Mm. I've already. I know that I'm, that's already in its box, and I've. I've like we said the other day about you know I can accept it to so to so much, and that feels fine with me. Mm. And if there's any sort of a bit of upset that's left, then I can cope with that. Yeah. It's when it becomes overwhelming, which obviously it doesn't. But I think as well with it, it's, it's sometimes like we say it, it is a bit of a shame that just the human nature dictates that we all tend to do reflect more on 
The negative. On the, on the negative stuff. I don't think that's necessarily, although mm. I have thought from time to time maybe that it's been a, fa- a family trait. No, I think it's just the power but of I the think memories. Because it's, it's just the power of the memories and the situations that you that, that are, Well, Gemma's got through. some powerful good memories. Yeah. Mm. You know, so... Yeah. What are they again? <laughs> yeah. How did you... Like you were telling me the other day how you told that driver to get out the effing way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, um, it was my first car, the worst car that I've ever had. Cost me £850. And it was an old, it was an old banger anyway. But you know, it's a first car. You don't need a, yeah. don't need a brand new one. But yeah, in the end, that cost me one thousand six hundred to replace every part of it. I think in the end, <laughs> and it was just a nightmare. But yeah, me and my dad were driving up in the in the old banger, uh, driving up to sort of the next couple of towns along, and or Paul in our case. And I was in the fast lane of the Gerald carriageway <laughs> and there was this car in front that was just going like pfft. say we could do seventy on that road, they were doing something like forty five fifty and in the fast lane. And I just in the end I just turned around and I went, Get out the fucking fast lane, you asshole <laughs> like this. And then but within seconds I then remember my dad sat in the car <laughs> <laughs> So I go <gasps> <laughs> and he just absolutely roared, yeah. you know, like he yeah. he absolutely killed himself yeah. laughing because yeah. like I'd done, you know, because I'd said that sort of thing. Because he never ever swore, did he? And then, no. then we were laughing, we were laughing oh, yeah. at that time when he said, Pass the effing salt. <laughs> and yeah. we all looked at him horrified, and then yeah. we all burst out laughing. He didn't realise he'd done it. What was yeah. the other story that we were saying? Oh, I said, Oh, well, don't talk about this one now. Um, I know it was past the F in salt. Yeah, we went on to something else. I've forgotten now. Um, there's just so many funny little things, isn't there? Yeah, funny little things. We'll remember them in a minute. We decided to take a break at this point, so I'm going to play a few little outtakes that me and my mum recorded a little while ago. I was looking for a jingle, basically, and we were just playing about with a few things. So I hope you enjoy this bit. I, it makes me giggle, so hopefully it makes somebody out there giggle. Wrong song. Talking cards, wallet, talking cards, wallet, talking cards, wallet, talking, talking, talking cards, wallet. If you got nothing better to do, just listen to Talking Codswallop, because it's always got something interesting to talk about. Talking Codswallop. When we came back from our break, I had a technical issue where instead of pressing record I press play so one of the stories you're going to hear my brother in the background laughing which you know Lee you could have helped out and not laughed 
<laughs> but I had told the story. Actually, I'd gone into quite a length of the story, to be honest. And then I noticed that I hadn't pressed record. Such the stupidest error in the world. But there you go. Things happen like this when you're when you're doing this kind of thing. But I did then retell the story. And then I also managed to tell my other story a bit later on as well. So that one my brother didn't laugh at because that one is a little bit more serious. So you'll hear it in a few minutes. And we're back for our third attempt. <laughs> what, so none of that was recording then? No. <laughs> oh, was it not? No. Is it now? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So let's tell the story. <laughs> no, I wanted to tell, well, I wanted to tell the story of my, my finger in the caving. So... Well, there was this one time at guide camp. <laughs> I've not heard this story before. No, no. That seems like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, going to put a completely different spin on your story, haven't it? Yeah. Basically, what happened was is that I was cutting wood with a penknife at guide camp, and instead of cutting away from myself like a normal person would. I was cutting towards myself because I guess that it probably was easier or I'm just stupid. <laughs> That's probably the answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically what happened was is that I managed to cut my finger. Down like the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you laugh? Why do you laugh? It's not funny. Because that was my line. Okay. Down oh. to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> down to the bone <laughs> basically what's just happened is is that I we stopped had a little break I thought we were recording again we weren't in fact recording so that's why everyone's laughing so I'm repeating the same story that I've just told so please oh. ignore everybody in my family and just listen to me um, mothers mothers do no usual trick of <laughs> telling the story in, 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 yeah interjecting <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, so I cut it down to the bone. And the woman who was our first aider was actually terrified of blood. So at that point, I'm like, well, I have to go to see her because, you know, I'm hurt. (laughs) And yeah, so I walk into the tent that she was in and I was like, um, Gina, I've had a bit of an accident. And I showed her my finger and she's like, goes white yeah goes white and she's calling for her daughter which who was also called Gemma and I don't feel like the story's got as much meaning to it anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay on yeah, yeah it's fine. and so basically I had to then get driven to the hospital and I have my hand up in the air with you know obviously my finger attached in the air I'm doing the she's doing, doing the, the actions yes yeah. so I'm doing the actions and it was carnival day and then, obviously, you... I you. I got a phone call saying that Gemma had, had badly cut herself and I couldn't get to the hospital fast enough, so I couldn't get a bus because it was Carnival Day and it was chaotic. So I, I got a taxi and even the taxi struggled to get there. And by the time I actually got to the hospital, Gemma had been seen to and she'd had a nice clean bandage on her, on her finger... And I looked at her, and I think that was about the only clean thing that was on her. I said, my God, you're filthy. That was the first thing I said to her. (laughs) Not, not, how How are are you? you? Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> I think we I think we covered that quite well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. But that's how you got there. Yeah. Your yeah. yeah, that's it. But yeah, no, it was pretty. It was a pretty nasty, nasty thing. Yeah. yeah, it was. And it, 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 again, that's it's the this the shock, isn't it? That's, yeah. That's like the time I nicked my thumb. Oh yeah. At work. Mm. With the bandsaw, was it? Yeah, with a saw at work. Ooh. Yeah, just getting compl- makes your feet getting go complacent. funny. Yeah, and I just went zip. Ooh. Nick the brown saw on me with my thumb, that helped me thumb. Well, oh, right, I went up to Larry and I said, Larry, I said, I think, I think I've just cut me thumb on the brown saw. Oh, fuck, come here, you bugger, let's have a look at your thumb. He was he was from Liverpool, by the way. <laughs> let's have a look at your thumb. Oh, you have nicked it. And then I passed out almost. Yeah. Yeah, just like, yeah. just white, yeah. just went out white and yeah. sat there and. Cut a drain. Cut a drain from your face. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't that bad. But it, again, it's a shock. Yeah, it is a shock, isn't yeah. it? Because when you do it, you sort of look at it and go, "Ooh, like that." And then suddenly, in a couple of seconds later, it's like, "Ooh." Yeah, yeah. But isn't it funny how shock takes take you to takes you to a different place? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Well, it's like uh, yeah, the, the, the fight or flight mechanism as well. well yeah, isn't but it? also it's like again, you know, like what we were saying about my, when my dad died. Yeah. And he dropped dead in front of me on the doorstep, you know, when I was only 16. Mm. Mm. And to me, that was like a strange experience, a real surreal experience. And, of course, my brother and my sister were there with him because they'd just been to judo. And he's lying on the ground making noises. My first instinct is to get my brother and sister who are younger than me next door to the neighbour and... Then it was a case of running around trying to get a phone because in those days there wasn't anybody that had, you know, you had to go to the local phone box mm. and trying to find somebody who had a car to try and get Granny because Granny had gone out that evening, which was a pain because she never went anywhere and that evening she'd gone out. I think they'd had a row as well, which probably didn't make things any better. Better, yeah. But again, that shock stayed inside me ages because I just I didn't cry or anything I just shook from head to foot for yeah. two or three days afterwards yeah and couldn't go outside the front door but again I must have also carried that shock within me for a long time afterwards. in my body you yeah. know like a post-traumatic probably yeah. still have it probably still some way. Yeah. Point. yeah it shapes you to some extent but then I had that experience with the physio that yeah. time yeah what experience? When I went to the physio, mm-hmm. you know, where I normally go, at the time she was quite a spiritual person and she was doing this thing, I don't know, because apparently you hold all your stresses and stuff, like it's, it's just below your skin and it's called fascia. And she was doing this sort of like fascia thing on me. It was just like, really, it just was like shuffling. That's what it felt like. I don't mm. know quite what they call it. But it was just like she was just pushing and just shifting everything. What, moving energy around? Moving energy around yeah. and moving stuff around. And and because um, I think at the time it, I didn't go for that particular reason. It was just something else that I had a, yeah. an issue with. And then she said, oh, this is so weird. She said, I've never had this before. She said, I've got a man here standing here and saying that he's sorry to, that he shocked you. He's so sorry right. that he shocked you. Yeah. And she described him and she described my dad. And I thought, wow. And 
the power of having what she was doing to me and having that experience of what she'd said yeah made me cry my eyes out but it released that whatever that that post-traumatic stress yeah thing probably yeah you know yeah yeah and it was quite a powerful experience and and it was for her too because she'd never had anything like it but mm. then that's that's me i always having these weird weird things happen to me and different things happen to me so yeah but it it was it was healing it was a good healing thing it's needed yeah 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 because i yeah i have my own version of shock type thing when i fell down the cliff that's it, right yeah yeah it was it was about a 90 degree angle slope and i was following the person who was leading you know the adult that was leading and I walked down but I must have either lost my footing or stump- it stepped onto a bit that was a little bit looser you know maybe slightly off what they'd walked you know was there nothing to hold on to no no mm. you're literally just was stepping it um no it was dry and yeah basically I lost my footing and literally tumbled down this slope it was a 90 degree slope and carried on like when I was on the flat I carried on rolling if I hadn't have stopped rolling mm. I would have gone down uh, well, sheer drop sheer, sheer drop, drop mm. yeah and sort of plummeted to my death unfortunately but thankfully I didn't so mm. that was obviously Guardian good was looking after you. Yeah. definitely so I just always remember the girl that I bashed into that you know to turn around and she was like ah so much pain and I'm there sort of unconscious on the floor <laughs> you know and you know obviously her pain wasn't quite as bad as what mm. mine was mm. but yeah you said um, I got ripped my t-shirt or something yeah, yeah. you did you had your, your quite badly ripped t-shirt yeah yeah and you and I thought at the time she must have really hurt herself mm. to have ripped her t-shirt mm. Because it was ripped in quite a few places, mm. you know, so it must have been jagged rock. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And then after a, after a short while, I decided that I was going to carry on because I in my head I felt fine, you know. Yeah. I, I, soldier but, on. Yeah. Soldier on, because I really wanted to do it. I got to the mouth of the cave and I just burst into tears and shut down and said, I really can't do this. Mm. You know, I, I really can't, mm. you know. Well, it was never going to happen, basically, yeah. at that but point. But that, that's it, and then the stress levels start to take over, yeah. and then you start feeling numb. Yeah, well, because that's... Yeah, because I, I don't remember the journey on yeah. the way back, so it must have been then yeah. shock kicked in, so... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's the story of how I yeah. nearly died. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Well, no, it is, though. It is, it, yeah. yeah it, I, I could have. Yeah. But Do you remember that time when you... Nearly died? No, 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 you didn't nearly die. But do you remember when when I when I first met Dad, and we were walking over the nose, and you were walking along the wall. Mm. You were walking along the because there was like a wall thing there, and you were walking along, mm. jabbering away to him, blah 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 blah, blah jabber jabber jabber, and you weren't looking where you were going, and there was a stone missing. In you. <laughs> there was like a there was like a big gap, and you hadn't seen it, and you were still. T- 
talking to him and you went boom landed down you fell quite a long way oh he roared <laughs> and you were really cross with him <laughs> a bit like a bit like the only fools and horses sketch yeah yeah but you did you, you you fell down it was quite steep and down onto that beach I don't remember that. No, no, and you fell down. and, and That would be the first time he laughed at me. No, for he laughed at you. Hurting and I... himself when he tipped me upside down playing with me, wouldn't it? Yeah. He bumped my head on the carpet. Yeah. Well, it was hard floor underneath. Tell you about carpet. Tell you about carpet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he roared with laughter. I was ever so cross with him. He just roared with laughter. And I said, you must have stopped playing funny. I said, go down and help him. Get him, get him up again. So he dusted you off to see if you were all right. And then you, you were all right. So. Bought me an ice cream, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there you go. So, fair. All the time. When you <laughs> tripped over a bench because because <laughs> you were uh, you were looking at Carla walking ahead of you. And Carla is now Lee's wife, but girlfriend at the time. And hello, Carla, if you're listening. Yeah, and you were just walking along, and you were obviously look checking her out. You know, big man. <laughs> and then <laughs> this obviously stationary bench just appeared out of nowhere, even though it was there, and you just like tripped and fell on it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, I do. Yeah. That sounds about right. Because I, I was behind going... <laughs> 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 it's funny, though, when you do start talking, what, what each one individually remembers. Yeah. You know. Because, like I've said to you before, that time with what happened to my dad that evening, my brother and my sister were talking about the same incident and how all three of us remember the same thing totally differently. Yeah. You know, so it's always interesting when you but share But then you protected memory. them, didn't you, from it, in a way? Because you... To some extent, yeah. 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 They're that little bit younger, yeah. But it is interesting, though, how people perceive different things, you know. Yeah. Because, yeah, what was it like after your dad passed away? Horrible. Really horrible. Because Granny had already suffered badly with her nerves anyway. And I think... I didn't realise until not so long ago that they had had a row that night and I think she kind of lived with the guilt thing Mm. for a long time. And then because my granddad was living with us, honestly, how we did it, I don't know, because there was my mum, my dad, my grandpa, me, my sister and brother, we were all in the same room. Grandpa had a room of his own and my mum and my dad were living in the living room and on a bed settee thing. Okay. So, and that's all in a two-bedroom flat. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't even be... Just just wouldn't even be PC. I was going to say the know. legalities of it now. Yeah, as well, it just yeah. wouldn't even be PC. But it was just what you did, you know. I mean, you know, it's just what you had to do. You do what you have, you have to, to do. You have to cope. And then, of course, when he died... Granny, who was already suffering with nerves and things, kind of went to pieces a little bit. But then my grand grandpa used to say that he felt guilty because he was old and he'd had his time and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then he used to try and um, make amends and try and help mum by cooking and stuff like that. And then we'd have to have... He'd, he'd start making pancakes first thing in the morning for us to have at tea time. You know, so everything was like rubber by the time we had it. <laughs> but he was trying spotted dick and things like that that he used to make, you know, all this stuff. 
and and he was just trying to help yeah you know trying to help but of course i again you don't realize till you start really thinking about things and the time slots of everything what is actually occurring because i hadn't realized in that same year of my dad passing because he passed in the january um a day before granny's birthday my grandpa got prostate cancer and she had to look after him as well through the grief and she was trying to protect us from you know because he was obviously bleeding and things mm, like that so mm. she was having to clear all that up and stuff so that we didn't I mean I didn't even I wasn't even aware of it mm. so how do you know about it now then? because we, she told me years ago oh right she okay. told me years ago you know that she was having to do all that so she was trying to grieve herself look after her terminal father yeah. Yeah. and of the same year in in the um, on the boxing day he passed away mm. So there was an awful lot going on in that year. Mm. And then after that, she... So that must have been... There was 16 when Dad died. 17? 18? Yeah. Then after that, she kind of went right downhill. I was working at Bobbington camp, in an army camp. And she I used to... Yeah, you used to ride, uh, drive... Tanks. Tanks, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shot machine guns as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but that meant that I was up early in the morning to get my bus because it's quite a long way away. So it's almost nearly as far as you've got to travel now. Yeah. And um, I was up early in the morning. And of course, I used to be up late at night because she'd be tearful and whatever, you know. Mm. So I was like a zombie for ages. Mm. And then obviously met your dad and I just wanted out. So unfortunately, although I cared for him, obviously, at the time I cared for him, it was more on reflection. When I look back, it was more... um, He was meant to come along for me to come into the world. Yeah, but but in a way, it was was like for me to be able to escape. Yeah. You know, which was totally the wrong thinking. Totally, you know, everything about it was the wrong way round, you know. Of course, then that turned out to be a bit of a disaster. So then I ended up going back home again to live. And by then, Granny's in a right old state. So I'm looking after you, Auntie Lynn, Uncle Alan and her. Because Grampy's already gone then. So we're we're all squashed again back in the Mm. flat. Mm. Trying to give you a normal life, Mm. you know. And like when when I took you to play school, preschool... You know, she she didn't agree with it. But then I thought, well, you need some time. You need to be away from it, you know. And um, and then I remember one time I'd taken you to play school and I came back and half the time she was so doped up with tablets and things like that because of her health. I came home one time and she was slumped over the kitchen sink with all this pile of tablets that she'd taken and I still don't know whether she did it out of confusion or whether it was on purpose on purpose or not but as luck would have it Uncle Alan was working down at the shop I managed to run round and get him he came back we put Granny on the floor sort of thing and sorted her out and as luck would have it an ambulance came round the corner of all things an ambulance came round and I flagged the ambulance down and they came in and then they took her away 
Mm. And um, I never forget these horrible little kids. They put her in a chair, you know, to take her in the ambulance. And these horrible kids, typical kids. Yeah. You know, they were just chanting and saying horrible things. And, oh, they were horrible little buggers. But then that was the start of her getting some mental help. Yeah. You know, some actual physical mental help. Yeah. You know. And then everything sort of changed a little bit then for a little while. And I mean, we skirted over quite a lot of different things as well. But then, then um, finally I ended up meeting Dad. But again, that took a lot of effort because you were about... That's Lee. You were about ten. Mm. Nine or ten. And I... My life had... Must have been about nine. Yeah. My life totally... I didn't have a life... Mm. I didn't really have a life mm. and then I sort of said um, to my brother and my sister I said you know look it's not fair I'm doing all this for you mm. you know because everything we didn't have washing machines or anything I was washing all the bedding over the bath all your nappies everything you know everything was done by hand and I was cooking and everything and mum wasn't in a fit state doing anything and obviously she couldn't babysit so then I sort of said you know look it's not fair and then Auntie Linda, I think, babysat for me a couple of times and that. So anyway, that, that was that. So anyway, finally, I ended up joining the darts team. And then that's how I kind of... Yeah, meeting Dad. Meeting Dad. And, and he put up with just one night a week seeing me and that. And, and, and I had to be in by 12 o'clock. Mm. Had to be in by 12 o'clock. Mm. So, you know, I, I honestly don't know how we did it. Mm. I honestly don't know how we did it. And then, of course, then the rest is back to the story of where we went up to North Wales and yeah, and it went off from there then. And he fought for me to get a flat. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He was on the phone <laughs> ages with yeah. this bloke because I'd tried. I'd been on the list for getting a flat of my own and there was people coming from away, getting into these places and different things. And I was thinking, that's just so unfair. I kept on... Because I had a roof over my head, even though we were squashed. Yeah. They didn't... Didn't see it. It was a necessity. No. So, he phoned up the chap mm. and, you know, just give him what for. And he wouldn't get off the phone until he had given me something. Mm. And that's how we come to get the flat. Because he, he was just tenacious until he... Yeah, yeah. And then we sort of like started to live together, and I was quite happy with that. Yeah. But he wasn't happy when I got pregnant with Gemma. He said it wasn't, he didn't feel comfortable with me. We'll cut that bit out. He wasn't (laughs) happy when he got pregnant, when you got pregnant with me. No, he was happy enough that I was was pregnant, but he wasn't happy not being married. He wanted it to be proper, he wanted it to be done. It's very traditional, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And that's good. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I didn't want him to feel trapped, obligated, obligated. Yeah, you know? yeah. But we did. We had a we had a good respect for each other. You know, I did love for each other in our own funny ways. We had a lot to deal with. But I mean, as you know, there's lots of other health issues and things to deal yeah. with. But you know, we did battle through, and we managed to get through a lot of things. And I know he loved me, and I loved him, and we all loved each other. So. Mm. What more can you ask? No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like we said earlier, none of us have been affected by anything really traumatically or anything. Mm. You know, yeah, we've all had silly stuff go on, but Mm. we're survivors. Yeah, (laughs) I will survive. (laughs) And 
that when I went to Uncle Alan's flat in Germany. He was showing me his little cinema thing and he didn't tell me there was a little step there. And I was singing something about, oh, we'll survive. And I went over this step and went flying. Yeah. Is this before or after you farted in the German bookshop? <laughs> the bookshop. <laughs> no, the Germans thought they were being gassed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was evil. But ladies don't do things like that. No. Ever. No, what are you then? <laughs> Lavender. Yeah. Unicorn. Flowers. Unicorn Flowers. puffs. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't go over there. <laughs> it smells like I've just farted. <laughs> I don't know why she's See, a Yorkshire though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't go Uncle over Alan, there. Uncle Alan said, since you've been gone, he said, he, he said, there's picture posts, <laughs> pictures of you, he said, with crosses going through them. Don't <laughs> let this woman in the bookshop. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny then, just watching people like walking, walking as if like a wall, a wall of fart. <laughs> oh dear! I hope you're not going to put this in, Gemma. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, most important question of the episode before we finish for the day, yeah, um, Mum. Yes. Who is your favourite child out of me and Lee? And, you know, answer correctly. <laughs> well, um, let me see. I remember who's editing it. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Right, ten out of ten. Uh, you'll need me before I need you. Yeah. <laughs> right, you're my favourite, Gemma. Uh, this is the bullshit answer. My favourite daughter. Yeah. And that's the only answer I'm going to give you. Okay, well, she said my name. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> she said my name first but also she said my name so what I'm if you hear this episode and you hear the fact that she says just my name it's good editing <laughs> good editing yes. <laughs> well thank you very much for joining me both of you for mm. this wonderful episode whether it's going to happen or not but regardless thank you for spending time with me yes, well thank you it's, it's been very a pleasure it's most enjoyable it's been most enlightening go yes. down memory lane yes. we haven't slit our wrists yet so no, no. we haven't slit our wrists yet I think it's not time yet. for a double vodka now yes. that's why I have two tattoos on my wrist I can never slip them, slice them, um, slice them. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. no, that was. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting. Yeah. It was quite interesting going back down memory lane and yeah, yeah. everybody's different stories. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Yeah.
that baby Cause I really miss you more than ever It's great alone But it really is better together Oh come back baby Cause I really miss you more than ever It's great alone And now I'm all dressed in leather I'm gonna go to the bedroom And I'll put on all your fancy dresses Gonna dance around like a Bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around and this is why I'm gone Go to the bedroom and I'll put on all your fancy dresses Gonna dance around like a lonely guy Gonna go to the bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around and this is why Gonna go to the bedroom and I'll put on all your fancy dresses Gonna dance around like a lonely guy Gonna go to the bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around and this is why Gonna go to the bedroom and I'll put on all your fancy dresses Gonna dance around like a lonely guy Gonna go to the bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around and this is why Gonna go to the bedroom and I'll put on all your fancy dresses Gonna dance around like a lonely guy Gonna go to the bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around and this is why Gonna go to the bedroom and I'll put on all your fancy dresses Gonna dance around like a lonely guy Gonna go to the bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around and this is why Gonna go to the bedroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around like a lonely guy Gonna go to the bathroom and I'll put on all your fancy makeup Gonna dance around and this is why Gonna dance around and this is why